Congresswoman Caitlin Collier says that this proposal is meant to protect their Second Amendment rights. I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. On Church and State, we'll be discussing all things Israel. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks. Yeah, it is the uh, tipping point moment. This by far, I don't want to use the term scary. We're never scared of anything in Christ Jesus. Amen, Caleb. Amen. But this, we have not seen a war, because this is a war now on two fronts at the same time since World War II of this of this magnitude. And it's just going to get bigger. Yeah, it, it most certainly is. This Israeli issue is not going to go to bed. I guarantee you that. Before we get into the episode, once again, churchandstate.media, it is our website, and you know it, but you're not going there enough. So I'm going to chastise you. So head on over to it. Come on. Like, what else are you doing? Go. Uh, even if you're driving, like, pick up your phone. Like, don't worry about it. Just go to Church and State. No, that's terrible advice, isn't it? Yeah, while you're driving, probably not a good idea. Probably not a good idea. But anyway, just just go to it. You're going you're, you're to remember. It's an easy name, churchandstate.media. Download the show. Share them with people. And take advantage of our great affiliates. Okay? Look, I'm going to showcase one that I think most of you should probably head to right now in lieu of what's going on. That would be my Patriot Supply. That's right. Get some storable items because uh, this landscape could change dramatically in just a few weeks, I'm telling you. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Use the promo code Church and State. Also, donate to us. Um, I haven't talked about this yet on the air, but um, ladies and gentlemen, we need to fundraise. Yeah, and it's not because of Miami. We've given up on that dream, all right? We're not going to Miami. But um, we ha- we've had to pay some bills. And uh, if you like what you hear on Church and State uh, and you want to keep us on the air, that's where we're at now. <laughs> so uh, if just five of you gave 50 bucks, uh, that would really t- uh, help us in continuing to be on the air. So head on over to churchandstate.media, hit the donate button, and give us some of your hard-earned cash because uh whew, we're covering a lot right now. Yeah, to him who has more will be given, and we we understand. Uh, you know, a lot of people assume uh, this radio program is you know funded through uh, advertisements and such, but that is not the case. It is funded by you, our listeners. So you know, we don't do what Air One does. If you listen to Air One, they are constantly doing fundraising, constantly at all times. So any anything you can do really helps. And those of you who listen to us on a regular basis, um, consider. Uh, making it a reoccurring donation. You can do that, you know, because um, here's the reality. Caleb and I have both had the conversation. We may have to pull ourselves off the air and continue and just be on social media platforms alone. And podcasts, yeah. Uh, so social media is free, obviously. Um, we can get the word out through that platform. But if you would like to continue to hear us on radio, please help us out. Um, we love ACN. ACN's amazing. Um, you know, 
I can't think of a more iconic individual who's who's been running. You know, can can you can you do his voice? <laughs> you know, I can. But I'm not going to. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, you're right. And lastly, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at proton.me. All right, Gabe, I'm turning this away from you so you can't oh, okay. look at it. Okay. You got a surprise so I got a surprise for you. So obviously we had that emergency alert uh, just a couple weeks ago, or last week, I think it was. Um, I'm asking the guys in the studio here, hey, did you guys hear the alert? Did you, you start did? biting people? I heard the alert. I had it on in my in my truck. I was going to the dump, and then uh, me and uh, another guy from my church, we were just taking stuff to the dump, making a dump run, and then, and I I almost started biting him. I'm ashamed of you. I was going to start biting Can him. I just say that? I am ashamed of you. I Look, um, for me, it was like, you know, how much of a conspiracy theorist are you? Well, I'll tell you how much of a conspiracy theorist I was. I put my phone, I wrapped my phone three times in aluminum foil, <laughs> put it in a Faraday cage, and then put it in my microwave. <laughs> and wow. I left it there for an hour. That's how much of a conspiracy theorist. Look, I didn't think, yeah, right? You win. I get a medal. I didn't think it was going to amount to anything. All right. But I'm still like, and, and for me, it was like, you know what, government? No, you don't get to send me an alert. So I didn't watch any television at that time. Didn't have the radio on. Nope, not interested. All right. But What's, okay, I do got to say this. Because when I heard the sound, I started to feel weird. And it was just a little bit of a psychosis. I was just like, you when you, when you think about it and you're just wondering, is anything going to change me? And then nothing happened. Well, okay. I got a story for you, Gabe, because you're yeah. going to love this. It's okay. going to be a lot of fun. Okay. So... Obviously, this alert system went out to every single person in the nation, and it started making your phone do weird things, right? Like, eh, making all that noise. Right. Well, guess <laughs> it had uh, some rather unattended um, victims in this one, okay? Okay. The Amish. That's oh right. The National Emergency Alert Test caused a group of Amish men to be shunned by their community. Why? Because they're in with a group of people, and all of a sudden their phones that they're not supposed to have Dude, you're start not going supposed off. supposed to have a phone. Oh, that's right, yes. <laughs> or a chainsaw. Don't you love this? Yes. Yeah. This, this right here shows that, uh, you know, even though you might believe God is watching, um, I think people care more about when people are watching. Yeah. Uh, this is just funny to me because, you know, the Amish community, they're so closed off. And, and honestly, they're doing a lot of things right, I think. Can you imagine how awkward that would be? <laughs> Brother. <laughs> what is this? Brother. <laughs> what are you doing? They oh probably shade gosh. off their beards. and yeah. You're excommunicated. It's not to, I don't, I, do you think they're absolutely kicked out? I don't know, man. This but is they're, your they're article. Being, they're being shunned right now. It doesn't say that they've been removed but it does say that they're being shunned by their community right now because they got caught with a smartphone. I think I think the reason why is because Candy Crush. I think somebody's addicted to Candy Crush is what's going down. It could be Some it. Some Amish dude. Yeah, so uh, I had to bring up a funny story. Let's get into the Israeli news. Now, obviously, we're not going to be telling you anything you don't know, but Hamas attacked Israel, completely unprovoked attack. Uh, they did it on a, um, a holiday for the, for the uh, Jews and uh, went in, and it, it's crazy. It was, I mean, these paragliders, these, they were, uh, you know, like uh, motorized, and they went into a, a peace rave, which um, they kind of 
they kind of say it's it's the equivalent of that uh, Burning Man, basically, is what this event was. A lot of people, uh, you know, engaged in revelry and all this stuff, and and all of a sudden, here comes a bunch of terrorists, and they just started shooting people, and and then they went into the surrounding uh, areas. They were able to actually bulldoze through the the fence that keeps uh, Gaza and uh, Israel separate. Yeah, they brought bulldozers. They also used hang gliders, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. With yeah, the, and you know, many of them actually dressed as IDF, mm-hmm. and in these kibbutzes, which a lot of people don't know what a kibbutz is, a kibbutz it's is communism. essentially, yeah, it's a socialist farm. Imagine um, a farm where you're all hands in, everybody gets a certain cut. It's very socialistic, very communistic, communal. Um, Obviously, you have your own house, your own wife and all that. Uh, There are stories coming out that are being verified of people who were having, you know, people knock on their door claiming to be IDF, turning out to be uh, Palestinian fighters and were murdered brutally. And there's even a conversation of kids that were beheaded it's yeah, about 40 of them that were beheaded and uh you know we've done the the last two shows you weren't here with me on it but we interviewed john guandolo and uh that is islam and, and right. the the american public needs to wake up and understand that this is not a religion of peace uh you know and and john was talking about it like I, hey i've got a name neighbor that's islamic and he doesn't believe this well that's fine but here's the thing as Christians, Gabe, you and I are both Christians. What would we call somebody who doesn't believe in the uh, Trinity or or the divinity of Christ or that the Bible is the inerrant word of God? What would you say about uh, somebody who says they're a Christian but doesn't believe all of these things? Yeah, you're not one. They're backslidden, right? Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're moderates, right? And so the, the left has accused Christianity of, of being fundamentalists, right? Like it's a bad thing. And and for me and for you, like a, a fundamentalist Christian is a good thing. Like we are fundamental in our beliefs on this, right? That is Islam as well. If you are a fundamental Islamicist. You believe in jihad to the fullest yes, extent. Yes, exactly. And here's the thing. A lot of people have never read the Quran. I, I've read parts of it, not all of it. But I, I did work for an organization that dealt with this specifically, this threat. And, and you have to understand that when Islam is not in control, they act peacefully. Okay, but as soon as they take the majority control of a nation or perhaps a city, think of Dearborn, Michigan, what do they enact? They enact Sharia law. Sharia law is more important that, to them than anything else. Like you, you cannot have a, in a fundamentalist uh, Muslim inside the American Republic. You know, we treasure the Constitution. As Americans, we treasure the Constitution. This is the rule of law. Well, Sharia law to them is something that they have to obey over that. And this it shouldn't really surprise Christians either because we believe, like Acts 5.29, that we should obey God over man. So there are certain laws that are passed by government that we don't adhere to. Well, here's the thing. Muslims feel the same way, except for their laws, yeah, they're not biblical laws. They're not laws that protect the individuals. No, these are laws that require them to lie to the infidel, that's you and I, that require them to engage in jihad and and require them to engage in acts of violence. And that's what is coming to America. Look, Israel has been fighting this for a very long time. Okay, they get it. They get it so much more than we do as Americans. And right now they're under an attack by a very real and dangerous threat here, Gabe. And they've obviously been preparing for a very long time because these are not bottle rockets. These, you know, what they were estimating around 2,500 rockets. No, 5,000. 
I know. Yeah. Um, it's not 2,500. They were estimating 2,500, but the reality is it's 5,000. The Iron Dome uh, is the state-of-the-art technology for point-to-point rockets that fire down rockets in the air. I saw up close and personal about 10 feet away the Iron Dome. I, I got to see um, in Israel rockets that had been hit and fallen and recovered. This This is absolutely been funded and prepared for well in advance by Iran. The nation of Iran obviously is a proxy to Gaza and you no, can no. reverse that. Gaza, Gaza's Gaza a proxy. proxy to yeah. Iran. Thank you. Uh, the Ayatollah Khamenei, he has come out and just basically applauded everything that has happened, celebrated it to the extent and says there's more to come. So meanwhile, we're giving them six billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> what and, could possibly and, go wrong? You'll see a lot of people trying to backtrack that and say that they can't spin that. Um, regardless, what are we doing um, by supporting them? Now, another thing that it's very interesting, the very operation that Khamenei and also Erdogan have hashtagged, um, you can see it's al Aska flood, Alaska flood. And if those of you who are wondering what Alaska is, there's a dome, Caleb, I'd probably like you to make a prediction here in a second regarding this place, but Alaska mosque is the location where the dome of the rock is, where it sits in Jerusalem. This is the, well, I would say most holiest place. Ironically, this is where Muhammad was said to have ascended and gone to heaven. Well, now, it's not the most holy for Islam. No, but well, it is they very will tell holy you to them. They, they actually revere it more than the, the, the square, that creepy square. But anyway, they, they have been so offended. Did you see when the Jewish, uh, individuals actually took the temple Mount and did prayers um, roughly about 24 hours. There was people up there and these are the more, the very, you know, you're talking about fundamentalists, Caleb, the fundamental, fundamental Jewish people who are extremely followers of the, of the law. They went up and they took the mosque. They went up there and prayed. And obviously there's security up there that is supposed to keep the Jews from doing that. Now, the Palestinians were nuts. That that set them off. Now, still to this this day, they're calling it Alaska flood, and I think that's in retaliation to what happened days before. This this attack was on Sukkot, the last day of a Jewish holiday, and it's interesting, Caleb. Do you know what fifty you know fifty years is as far as biblically? You know, yeah, the jubilee. The jubilee. Yeah. So we are we are exactly fifty years on the dot. The sixth was the 50-year mark of the last time we were fighting over that very stretch of ground. So none of this is accidental, doesn't surprise the Lord, shouldn't surprise you, shouldn't put you in fear, but it is absolutely something that is pivotal. We are living right now. Those of you who are Christians, you are living in a pivotal moment and do not question the power of prayer right now in this moment. Amen. Now, and, and here's the thing you asked me for the prediction. I already said this on the last episode with pastor Ken, but uh, I, I will say it again for maybe those that missed it. I do believe that there is a great potential here for either a rocket from Hamas to go astray and to hit the dome or for the Israelis to actually blow it up themselves and blame Hamas. Now, even if they do that, the, the Muslim community will blame them regardless. But they can, they can say that it was a Hamas rocket that actually blew up the dome. At that point, that opens the door for the temple to be rebuilt. And 
Welcome to the end times. There so, you go. <laughs> yeah, like next the, thing is revealing of the son of perdition. Yes, exactly. So I, I did want to throw a few other things as well at people because we need to be watching this because this is going to have massive implications for the United States. Now, obviously, you've seen the Warhawks; they're already out there. Lindsey Graham, Nikki Haley, all these individuals that are like, "Let's go to war again! Like, let's do it! Let's go! Let's go!" I mean, Lindsey Graham is calling for attack, attacking a direct Iran, attack of Iran, a direction. Which, which I wanted to tell you, the 101st Airborne uh, has been deployed from. Um, there's a base in Jordan. They are deployed to Jordan. Now, obviously, they're not going into any nation such as uh, Israel or Iran, but they have been deployed to Jordan, which is basically just a hop skipping away from any oh, yeah, it's right hot there. zone. So yeah, absolutely. We have, we have people being deployed. So this is ramping up quickly. Yes. So you've got that. You've got uh, the Hamas is actually saying, well, number one, they're praising Iran for supporting them. Uh, there's also the, the stories of the fact that the Afghanistans actually gave a whole bunch of the equipment that Americans left behind. That's right. Yeah, we left all that. Those all uh, that free gear. Yeah, all those all those Billions weapons of, of war. Dollar. Yes, exactly. That that's been sent to him. And there's also claims that the Ukrainians have been sending firearms to the uh, to Hamas as well. So here we go. We're we're funding our own enemy here. But here's the thing I wanted to bring up for all of you. Look, if we engage with Iran, and and, and even if we don't. I see the potential here for Iran to to actually mine the Strait of Hormuz. So this is going to be interesting for us because this will shut down oil production. Now, some of you might say, hey, that's okay. You know, we've got strategic revert reserves. Oh, wait, you mean the same strategic reserves that Biden used spent. to keep our gasoline prices artificially low? Yeah, that's right. Hey, you know how you're spending $5 on gas? Yeah, that's artificially low because of Biden. Yeah, so this, if we do this, plus if we engage in war, we're going to have to, we're going to have to just print billions and billions of dollars. So your inflation, the, the, what you're struggling with right now, you have not seen anything yet. So Americans, you've got to get prepared like you've never been prepared for before because you do not want to be in a government breadline. You do not want to have to rely on the government to keep you fed and clothed and sheltered. Hey, be self-reliant in this. The other thing that I had to bring up, and I'm going to have Chris actually play this video for us. Now, typically, we don't air things from Fox News because we don't really like them. But this is a, a report that Americans need to hear far and wide. So, Chris, go ahead and play this uh, for us. Agents have been telling us they've got extreme concerns about who is crossing our southern border, primarily because so many agents have been pulled off the front lines to instead focus on processing. And that then leaves gaps in our border where we simply have nobody out on patrol. And the numbers are startling. We'll start with the terror watch list numbers. Fiscal year 2023, so far, 151 people on the FBI's terror watch list have been arrested by Border Patrol agents while they were crossing illegally here at our southern border. Order. That is the highest number on record. It's also higher than the previous six years combined. The highest number under Trump was six. We got 151 this year so far. Now, the Biden administration says, well, that shows they're catching more people, right? Not exactly. We'll talk about the gotaways. CBP sources telling us since President Biden took office, there have been well over 1.5 million known gotaways at our southern border. These are illegal immigrants who are crossing the border wow. and are seen on cameras or sensors 
borders, but Border Patrol doesn't have the manpower to get to them, so they successfully get into the United States without capture. For perspective, that is a population size bigger than the city of Dallas, Texas, that has successfully snuck across our border and gotten into the United States without apprehension. It's enough people to fill up 16 Rose Bowls in Pasadena, California. We also got some brand new internal CBP data leaked to us this morning from CBP sources. If we can pull this graphic up, uh, this data showing that thousands of so-called special interest aliens have been arrested by Border Patrol while crossing at our southern border illegally over the last two years. These special interest countries are what the federal government determines countries or, or uh, conditions that favor terrorism or could potentially pose a threat to the United States. But you can see these countries, thousands from Afghanistan, more than 600 from Iran, more than 160 from Lebanon, the home of Hezbollah, more than 500 people from Syria, the home of ISIS, more than 130 from Yemen, home of the Houthi rebels. And former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott, who right, served under both President Trump What's funny is they, they, they said during Trump's tenure, six people were arrested. And then obviously right now during the Biden administration in the hundreds. And they're claiming that it's because they're catching more. Now, now re refute that. Explain yeah, that. That's easy to re refute. Number one, they've created the perfect storm. Okay. And, and so, and, and we probably missed this, Gabe, on church and state. But honestly, if you're looking at it, all of these immigrants that were pouring through the borders, now largely they were from, coming from where? Central and South America, right? But here's the thing. You can easily hide yourself oh, yeah. as a Muslim. When a flood comes in. And, and not to mention, they, they look fairly similar, right? Yeah. Now, I might, the leftists might lose their minds on that. I don't really care. But no, they it's do. Just, just we have such a porous border. Well, and, and, and they both have brown skin is what I'm pointing out yeah. here, okay? So they're, they're able to hide themselves within the masses, Okay, and, and let's not even talk about the Chinese that have been coming through as well. Okay, the thing is, is we know our border is less secure under Biden than we did with Trump, right? We saw that the, the border wall was, was taken down in a number of areas that there were actually gates that were actually welded open so that these people could come across right. the border. That's insane. Okay, and, and, and now all of a sudden the mainstream media, Joe Biden's saying, yep, we're building the wall again. And now all of a sudden the mainstream media, which hated Trump for this, hated him. Right. Like he was racist for doing this. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay because Biden's doing it, right? Because, once again, they're showing their hypocrisy. Well, the water was pouring at waterfall speeds of letting people in. The flood has already been done. The damage has already been done. The clip which you just saw showed everyone, it's not to scare you, but it's to wake you up. You need to be empowered right now. I want to say to anybody who lives in the city of Spokane proper, if, if you own a home in the city, you should be well-armed, very armed. And here's, here's why. Black Lives Matter had just came out with a grassroots statement in solidarity with the Palestinian people. So did Code what, Pink, all the leftists are coming out. The leftists are so on board with the Palestinian organization. This is, we were already divided, but this is actually galvanizing the divide. In Seattle, Kirkland area, they just had a, a pro-Israel like, like a protest or not even a protest, just stand in solidarity with, with pro-Israel organizations. There was probably... I would say, Caleb, probably 100 pro-Israel people. The cops, it was way worse than, than Planned Parenthood when we've had, like, Antifa showed up in probably three times the number. Mm -hmm. There was so many people that were, were, like, it eventually escalated into fights between pro-Israel people and Antifa. They are so wacko as far as, like, their mindset in supporting uh, 
everything opposite of what you stand for, life, liberty, peace. Now, obviously, a lot of these individuals who flooded across the border, I would assume they're in places like Kirkland, Bothell. They're in Bellevue. They're in, they're in Seattle. They're, but the thing is, there's a group here. And we have is. in our city, and, and it could target us for even saying this, we have a mosque in our city, in the Spokane Valley. You as a city council member, you are aware of it. It's owned by the North American Islamic Trust. It's the Muslim Brotherhood it is, is what it is. It is a, I would put money, that there are conversations in there that have been had of violence. There could be even so much as... as you know, hidden things in there. I don't, I don't want to elaborate too much. That's, that's what I wanted to end the show with really is a warning to Americans. Look, there's already been calls all over social media to, if you are in a major city to get out, to, to keep your head down, if you can't get out to be well armed, because with the numbers that we just saw look over 6,000, just from Afghanistan alone. All right. There is sleeper cells all over the United States. And if you think we're immune to the type of attack that we just witnessed with Israel, then you've got your head in the sand. There is something, and here's that prediction for you, Gabe. There is something that is going to happen in the United States, if I were to guess, within the next two weeks. Yeah. There will be an attack like we have never seen before in multiple cities throughout the United States. And the reality is they have to move soon because obviously um, right now, there's less scrutiny than what's going to be coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I know we, we know the FBI has become, uh, in, in a lot of ways, weaponized, against, weaponized us. against us, but there are still good people in this organization. Yes. There's still good cops. There's still good members of our law enforcement. And guess what? They're looking, but there's the scrutiny that's going to come after said event is going to be even higher. So they need to move now. And I, I'm not trying to give them advice, but they have to move soon. Another thing a lot of people are talking about very strange that Walmart, the CEO, would come out and say, we really need you to come out on Black Friday. Did you see this? Mm. He's saying almost in tears. like Talk about every, a perfect opportunity. Oh, my gosh. Never, ever do what the media says. Yeah. <laughs> do not go on, out on Black Friday. I would also put very, very high credence on there could be some type of event that happens on Black Friday. Now, we, we've said that many times before. But th- this is this is not the time to mess around. And those of you who uh, conceal carry, be ready, be trained, be be sharp. Jihad is coming to the United States, and and, and here's the thing: you you have to understand the Islamic mind. Like they don't care. In fact, they want to die during yes. these events. Okay? This they, ensures they, their heaven. They are going to be rewarded. It is the one way that they are insured that they ensure that they are going to go to heaven is by death through jihad. So when they go in here, they're not trying to live it's not like some of these other shooters that we've seen these mass shooters that maybe have an exit plan or maybe they want that notoriety so they're gonna they're gonna give up when the cops arrive that's not the case here these individuals seek death and they're going to hit city upon city in the united states wreaking as much havoc as they possibly can look gabe just said it if you're concealed carry, do not leave the house with it. Find out if you're in an open carry state. We in Washington state, we are an open carry state. I would like to see every single Christian patriot. You should be armed. Armed to the teeth. Look, you can you can even, in a lot of cases, there's certain areas you can't anymore because of Washington state's ridiculous laws. You can carry a long rifle if you want to. Okay, be prepared for something that is going to happen. And, and I really, Gabe, I think for the end of the show, I know we've said a lot of things that are going to be potentially scary to people. I'm not telling you to live in a spirit of fear. No, absolutely not. We're, we're not. We're not. We're not supposed to live that way as Christians. Okay, but be prepared. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, and Gabe, as a, as a pastor, I just like you to address that real quickly on on that fear. Yeah, we are the salt of the light. Or we are the salt of the earth. The salt doesn't concern itself with fear. It is it is here to be a light in the darkness, and that's what we're here for. I'm going to say a really quick prayer. I know we're at the end. Father, in Jesus' name, galvanize us. Make us like you, Jesus. You said, I have set my face like a flint. When, when you looked at the cross, you were not afraid. And it was the most painful, horrifying death a person could face. But you did it by the Bible says, for the joy set before you, you endured the cross. And we will endure all that you have for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church and State is sponsored in part by the Constitution Party and Patriot Church. I'm Gabe Blomgren, and a calm does not suit me. And I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.